listening to the intro of Scars and Stripes, the latest single from Toronto-based punk outfit The Bare Minimum. I got to chat with Cam, who sings and plays guitar for the band, about the new single, as well as how The Bare Minimum truly embraced the DIY nature of the roots of punk rock, from recording their own stuff to making their own videos. We also learned about the band's love-hate relationship with the Dufferin Mall, or Duffma, as many Torontonians have affectionately nicknamed it. This explains the interesting backdrop for some of the official band photos. Spoiler, they were taken in the mall's Walmart. Anyway, this is a short one. I hope you enjoy. Do you know what, what you were doing when things started going to shit and the lockdowns started being enforced? Do you remember what you guys uh, as a band were doing or even just you personally? Uh, well, as a band, we were kind of on the same trajectory that we're on now. We were basically going to go the single route. Uh, we had all these elaborate plans for like music videos that were complicated and, and even more out there than our previous ones that all kind of got shelved um, mm-hmm. with with the pandemic. Uh, and so instead, we've been doing these weird, you know, either an animated video or in this case, like a quarantine style music video. Mm-hmm. Um I would, yeah, like I have to say, it's been a pretty underwhelming pandemic in general. It's been just kind of like tedious. I feel like we were promised zombies, but instead we just got like hand sanitizer and Zoom calls, basically. Um, right, yeah. So it's it's just like, it's basically the same as it was before, just a bit more inconvenient. Okay, right, right. I, I see what you mean. And for you guys as a band, have you, have you just been doing Zoom meetings? Is that how you've been keeping in touch with uh, with the rest of the guys? For the most part, yeah, we do. I mean, we don't really meet up all together. I've been meeting up with them individually to kind of like record stuff or individually to kind of like shoot a fragment of a movie uh, music video. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just been basically kind of like life in general has been under the pandemic, just kind of like fractured and kind of existing on the internet. Yeah, definitely. Are you the video guy in the, in the band generally? Like, uh, Yeah, I do. I mean, I do like kind of like the interviews on the YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, for the music videos to kind of collaborate on the concept and all kind of work on it. Okay. I was watching your interview with uh, the Jasons. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Jasons? I, I hadn't heard of them before, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, that that was uh, just opened up a whole new a whole new uh, world to me of, uh, of music to listen to. But just uh, man, I really really love the visuals that you have going on for for everything. I I just couldn't stop giggling about stuff like the little uh, clips you were like jumping to whenever they were talking <laughs> about something. Really great stuff. Uh, well, thank you. Are, are you kind. are you in video? Like, uh, what do you like do outside of the band? Uh. No, I don't have any uh, professional video experience. Uh, we just kind of learned it. Most of the stuff we do in the band, like recording and instruments, we kind of just learn ourselves. My job um, outside of music is uh, like I do programming for like iPhone apps and Android apps mostly. Okay. Well, man, you're doing a great job. It's very DIY and punk rock, just uh, just like the band description is. So uh, kudos to you. It's really awesome. Uh, Thank you. What about uh, what about movies or TV shows? Have you been binging anything uh, like the rest of us? 
Uh, yeah, I I've been binging like a podcast. Um, oh, yeah. And books mostly. Um, not too much TV shows. I like um, there's a podcast called Our Fake History, which is kind of like a history podcast, but it looks at um, kind of like conspiracy conspiracy theories in history, like the fake moon landing and the pyramids. Oh, cool. OK, it debunks them. Um, so I've been binging that. I'm a, it's it's Canadian podcast. It's good. wicked. Sweet. Uh, what about books? What books have you been reading? Um, I've been, you know, I've been kind of all over the place. Just kind of like looking around. I lately, uh, I reread The Culture of Narcissism by Christopher Lash. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It was like a bestseller in the 70s. It's, it's pretty mm-hmm. old and it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's pretty steeped in like Freudian, um, jargon, but I think I think a lot of the issues it kind of like talks about are kind of still resonate in 2020. You know, despite being so old of a book, mm-hmm. um, and I've been reading a lot of books kind of related to it. There's like um, there's a publishing house called Zero Zero Publishing, Zero Books Publishing that writes um, that publishes like works by Mark Fisher and others that kind of relate to it. Um, capitalist realism would be one i'd recommend and okay. so that, that's kind of like the stuff i've been into lately like the last few weeks huh cool cool yeah well let's chat music let's talk about the new single uh scars and stripes is that kind of a teaser for an upcoming album hopefully yeah i suppose so i mean we're kind of um you know we we put an album out in 2017 we put an ep out in 2018 and then we, so we after all that we we're pretty exhausted and we kind of just decided you know for a little while we're just going to put out singles just do get mm-hmm. a song done and put it out and then i suppose you know we are sitting on a bunch of singles and we have a bunch of songs done and so i sometime in the future after a few singles we'll probably collect them all and add a few unreleased ones and pretend you know call it an album okay well Tell me about the new song and how how would you say the the new one differs from uh, from your older stuff? Yeah, um, it it's a bit slower and a a bit less kind of like hardcore than our our older stuff. It, it, we tried to like, I think we were trying to write like a a hit with this one, mm-hmm. um, whereas before we were kind of writing like songs that are a minute and a half and just like screaming and as fast as we get them done mm-hmm. um so this one this one's a little bit atypical for us it's a bit it's a bit more straightforward and melodic true yeah i i, I definitely got that sense too it sounds a bit more a bit more in the punk uh, pop punk realm versus like like yeah. you said like the the faster like uh heavier stuff was this also done in a very diy style like you guys recorded uh recorded yourselves and and all of that yeah, uh, for sure. Like I, I mean, I recorded the vocals for this one in a broom closet, like <laughs> okay. just just over there. Right. Um, there were like the bass and guitars are all done at home. Um, the only thing we do like in a studio is drums, um, just because uh, in the past we used to mic drums ourselves in the jam space, but now, uh, we've we've kind of progressed past that and we kind of go to. A professional engineer for drum miking just because it's a bit more complicated 
I did find that th this track sounded very polished compared to compared to all the stuff. So you guys are like definitely getting better and better the, with the the more stuff you're putting out. It sounded really good. If you had to uh, explain to someone, like give them an elevator pitch of what the song is about, what would you uh, what would you tell them? Um, you know, it, it kind of relates to those books I was referring to earlier. It's you know we were trying to write I, lyrically. It, it kind of reads like um an internal monologue of someone kind of struggling with authenticity and emptiness. And, and it kind of relates to cultural narcissism in general, kind of um, prioritizing the appearance of things over the reality. So like in social media, uh, people caring more about uh, how their life looks versus how it actually is. And mm -hmm. kind of like the illusion of wealth versus the reality of it. And um, I, you know, when I was when I was younger and just getting into punk rock, you'd I would read the liner notes in the lyrics almost like they were like a source of truth, like I like you know, like those Good Riddance albums were teaching me that the world and kind of like telling me what I should believe in. Mm -hmm. and, but I think in twenty twenty, it's just kind of outdated, and it, we're more interested in kind of raising questions and getting our listeners to think for themselves and maybe pointing them in the direction of resources like like those books gotcha who did the uh who did the artwork oh it's um his his i, I don't actually know his um his given name but it's baker's dozen on instagram okay and he did the artwork uh for our previous single bone storm cool Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I I loved it. That's like it caught my eye immediately. I don't know. Uh, I guess people will be seeing it by the time this uh, the podcast comes out. Uh, this episode, so we can describe it for the listeners. But uh, it's essentially just a really fucked up looking Waldo from Where's Waldo. <laughs> yeah. um, it reminded me of like Ren and Stimpy style <laughs> a cartoon, which was uh, yeah. very cool. Uh, how did you did you guys just find find the piece and you're like that's it, or was this like a bit of back and forth? figuring out what the design would be uh yeah no we came to him with the concept um okay. we wanted it to be uh a where's waldo like figure uh, yeah that was that was a bit screwed up yeah <laughs> uh what 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 was the reason for that um you know i guess kind of it's it sort of the title sort of it was illustrative of the title just mm -hmm. i guess because he has stripes and okay. we wanted to have him all beat up and have scars <laughs> right so we wanted to be like a really literalist interpretation of the title cool i heard there's a music video coming out for this too yeah yeah uh, uh we it's a it's a quarantine style of video so we like, like a, you know kind of filmed it ourselves mostly in our apartments and then mm -hmm. we got um some a director from bulgaria called D dimitar drew to to shoot some scenes for us okay um yeah, it's it's out actually out today. It's being premiered on New Noise Magazine's website. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. How did you How did you get uh, hooked up with the director? Uh, you know, I was just looking through Instagram frantically. Like it, it was a bit of a panic because, like I said, we had all these um, plans from music videos, all these things we kind of knew how to shoot ourselves. But since the quarantine's been in effect and social distancing, all those kind of went to the garbage, and so. I was basically just looking for anyone who could shoot, you know, shoot well and and work under these conditions, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And then you just found this guy. Wait, is he based here or is he based in Bulgaria? 
Oh, he's in Bulgaria. Is this how you, you came across uh, Stephen Hutchins for the Bonestorm video as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I've been a fan of his animations like since his Newground days. Um, okay. So, but yeah, I wasn't friends with him. Um, I was just a fan and just approached him about doing one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that video, that video too is uh, just, I don't know, like I said, I just spent so much time just looking through your, your channel and uh, that video is so great too. Um, who's, uh, whose idea was it to get some of your band photos taken at, at a, what seems to be a Walmart? Yeah, it's at Dufferin Mall. Um, oh, we're big fans of kind Beautiful. of, yeah, making fun of Dufferin Mall is like our favorite pastime. And I, so we just, we couldn't really think of anywhere else to go. And that's just where, like, <laughs> we needed to do band photos. We didn't have a location. And that's just what happened. Right. And like, did, did you guys get stopped or anything? Or did anyone, I feel like at Duffmuff they wouldn't care. <laughs> Yeah, no one cared. I mean, people got in the way, but... Right, yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, how do you generally find new music? Um, I don't, I, there's a lot of good bands out there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I spent a lot of my time digging through the archives trying to find them. Um, I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm optimistic about it. Mm -hmm. I, there's a lot, lots of, like, barriers with making money and opportunities and obviously like covid destroying touring but mm -hmm. i i don't know every every year i find multiple bands putting great stuff out that mm -hmm. you know inspires me what uh what are some of your sources i don't know like there's some good like it used to be like dying scene was my favorite but that just went down so mm -hmm. i would say like like new noise magazine where the our music video is premiering is a good source um I still go to punknews.org, even though it's kind of defunct. It, yeah. You know, it still has stuff. Yeah. Oh, it, it totally does. And for sure, that's been a very good resource for me for uh, doing my research on bands a lot of the times, like just looking at yeah. older interviews. Well, speaking of new music, what are uh, what are some like new artists that you've come across that you think are that you think are really good? Um, Lately, I I've been really into. um. Let's see. There's there's a new band called Pink Shift. Uh, they only have a few singles out, but they're they're I think they're from somewhere in the states. They're okay. they kind of sound like they're really a pop punk band. Their latest single reminds me of like My Chemical Romance, but just more DIY and fun. Okay. Um, there's a death metal band called Necrot from Oakland. Uh, okay. They've released a bunch of singles, and their new album's coming out this month. I think I think it's gonna be really good. The singles are really strong. Um. We did an interview with Pity Party. They have a new album called Concrete. Pity I, I think it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the new Raging Nathan's album is good. I like it. Um, the new Dragged In album is good. I like it. Cool. Do you do you generally like just kind of like stay in the punk rock vibe? Is there any like weird genre that people wouldn't assume you would listen to that you uh, secretly like? I like... Um, honestly it is mostly in punk and metal mm -hmm. that i listen to but i i really like old canadian hip-hop like the rascals and like chalk Lair. okay cool <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I think there's like so many hidden gems in their discographies oh for sure for sure yeah. definitely you've been around long enough to know uh to know the scene like the music scene in toronto like who are some of the uh toronto bands that you that you guys maybe have like played with or just that you that you think are like really good up and coming bands in Toronto. Uh, one that sticks out is Lime Ricky. Uh, they're they're like a new 
pop punk game pop punk band um from toronto i cool. they're just really fun we played yeah. a show with them um i i don't know I, our our old old bassist mike plays um in a band called uh the reckless upstarts they're they're an oi band they're based in windsor but they're really good cool man right on can thank you so much for chatting with you